there. Welcome to the Real World NP Podcast. I'm Liz Rohr, family nurse practitioner, educator, and founder of Real World NP, an educational company for nurse practitioners in primary care. I'm on a mission to equip and guide new nurse practitioners so that they can feel confident, capable, and take the best care of their patients. If you're looking for clinical pearls and practice tips without the fluff, you're in the right place. Make sure you subscribe and leave a review so you won't miss an episode. Plus, you'll find links to all the episodes with extra goodies over at realworldnp.com slash podcast. Well, hey there, it's Liz Rohr from Real World NP, and you're watching NP Practice Made Simple, the weekly videos to help save you time, frustration, and help you learn faster so you can take the best care of your patients. So if you ever feel like, what did I get myself into? What am I doing here? They're going to find out that I'm actually terrible at this. And maybe I should go back to my job as a nurse or back to my old job. If you didn't work as a nurse before you did a master's entry program, uh, you're not alone. Number one, but number two, you're in the right place. Cause I'm going to be talking about imposter syndrome today and how to, how to, the strategies I used to deal with it. So I just want to start by saying that basically everybody, regardless of profession, experiences imposter syndrome. And if and if you say that you don't, oh, I'm really surprised and I'd love to hear from you because it's just super, super uncommon. But, you know, regardless of that, like this pretty much happens to everybody. This happened to Maya Angelou wrote 11 books and on her 11th book still had the feeling of like, oh, no, now they're going to find out that I'm actually a fraud. That I'm fooling everybody. You know, Albert Einstein supposedly had it, Jennifer Lopez, Emma Watson, like Sheryl Sandberg, like the list goes on and on. So this is super common. And this is especially common, I think, for new nurse practitioners. And my tip number one is to just expect that it's going to happen, unfortunately. So nursing research is not my favorite, but there is a pretty good um, researcher, and I apologize, I don't remember the name, but looking at that novice to expert model, I'm sure you've heard of with nursing applying it to the nurse practitioner model. And it actually is really accurate. And I remember writing a paper on it when I was in grad school. And if only I had listened to myself back then, I would have, you know, maybe had a little less pain, but I don't think that I really appreciated what it meant until kind of like after the fact. But it is true that the first stages of going from novice to expert in terms of being a nurse practitioner, you just you know, you're just, you go through this phase of like frustration and this like crisis of confidence where you're just like, I, I'm not capable of doing this. And who am I to be, to be somebody's PCP or, or somebody's healthcare provider, you know? So expecting it is, is really the first thing. And just knowing that it's going to happen for about three to six months, if not more, honestly, but the very least for three to six months. And then that will change over time as you, you know, cause you go from school to real life and you're applying the things that you've learned in a textbook. You, you've never actually like seen it and like really fully believed it, you know, but like when you get to about six months or more, you've seen things over and over again that are not just textbook learning, that they're experiential learning. And like, oh, this is actually, this is actually true. And I actually do know what I'm talking about. So the next thing that I find really helpful personally is that when you feel this sense of imposter syndrome, like you're fooling people and that you're actually terrible it's very inwardly focused. And when you do that, it's hard not to feel consumed by that feeling. And so when you change the lens from focusing on yourself to your patients, to the staff that you work with, focusing on an, in an act of service, like how can you be of service and how are you already being of service? Like changing that focus can really be helpful in alleviating those feelings. The next thing is to have um, a support system. And so this is great if you can find this in nurse practitioner colleagues that you have at your current job 
or NP students that you um, went to school with or, you know, friends and family also, you know, hopefully more than nurse practitioner and nurse practitioner students that you went to school with because they just, they get it. But just somebody that you can call or some people that you can call when you're feeling that way of like, you know, I'm just the worst. I'm really terrible. And like calling them and just having them help reassure you that you're not actually terrible um, and giving you reasons why, um, giving you evidence. And that kind of tied into that is, you know, if you have your binder of resources, if you have an awesomeness binder um, of your own kind of like collection of, of reasons why you're not actually terrible. So, you know, notes from patients, papers uh, or feedback from professors you know, feedback from uh, when you were a nurse, like things like that. If you can kind of put evidence together of, of why you're not a fraud and why you're not fooling people and why you're actually, you know, good at what you're good at, that can be really reinforcing in terms of like, you know, breaking away from those, those thoughts and feelings. And um, it might sound a little bit cheesy, but my second to last tip is to congratulate yourself because doing something that's challenging, stepping outside of your comfort zone is going to cause you to have imposter syndrome. So if you have imposter syndrome, that means that you're taking the really courageous steps it takes to go move towards your dreams. And that's no small feat. And so that's something that you should really, you know, just recognize that you're pretty awesome that you're doing that in the first place, you know, because you could stay in your comfort zone, you could stay comfortable, you could be doing things that are not moving you forward um, in the direction you want to go, but you are. So congratulations. And my last thing that I want to say is it's a quote from Marie Forleo. And I'm not sure if you're familiar with her, but she's wonderful. And she has this belief that I've adopted in my own life. And I encourage you to adopt as well. And the quote is that when you're not sharing your gifts uh, with the world, you're stealing from those who need it most. Like not just they're missing out or it would be great. Like, no, 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 you're stealing because, and I don't mean that in a guilt. That's not, a, this is not supposed to be like a, a guilt ridden way. Right. But like, it's encouragement because, you know, things that are our gifts are usually things that we're good at that we don't even realize are a gift because it's just come so naturally to us. And you know, it takes courage to share that with the world. Reframing it as like, you know what, this is an awesome thing. And it's something that we need to do. It really just, I don't know, for me, it personally gives me a lot of confidence in that, you know, I still feel nervous sometimes. So, okay, I'm just going to be real right now. So making this website is bringing up some real imposter syndromes for me. So I've been in practice for four years, but something about when you're doing something new, it's like, who am I to be doing this? What do I have to share? You know, I'm also a very private person. So shocking, I know, because I'm posting videos of myself on the internet speaking, but I'm actually a very private person. And so it's easier for me to kind of work one-on-one -on -one with people at my job or, you know, not work with anybody in terms of mentoring and education. But I know that I'm stealing from people who need me and who need it the most. So that's why that's why I, I make these videos. Um, and that's why I encourage you to continue to practice as an NP and really you know, stick with it and be courageous because it is really hard to do. And you are sharing your wonderful gifts that only you have that the world, both individual patients, but also the world is going to benefit from. So, so yeah, so those are all my tips. Um, <laughs> I hope you like this video. If so, hit like and subscribe and your share with your NP friends. So together we can reach as many new grads as possible to help make their first year a little bit easier. And um, don't forget to sign up for the email list and get your copy of the ultimate resource guide for the new NP. You'll get these videos straight to your inbox every week with little notes from me and bonus content that I just don't share anywhere else. <laughs>
Uh, leave me a comment below. Are there any of these tips that you can use in your daily practice to kind of help combat your imposter syndrome? And if you're feeling any, and maybe if you're not, please leave me a comment because I think you're an anomaly in the world, which is a beautiful thing. But yeah, thank you again so much for watching. Hang in there and I'll see you soon. That's our episode for today. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you subscribe, leave a review, and tell all your NP friends so together we can help as many nurse practitioners as possible give the best care to their patients. If you haven't gotten your copy of the ultimate resource guide for the new NP, head over to realworldnp.com guide. You'll get these episodes sent straight to your inbox every week with notes from me, patient stories, and extra bonuses I really just don't share anywhere else. Thank you so much again for listening. Take care and talk soon.